On this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy, I talked to Bill Henry from Mr. Henry's Music World, and we're going to tell you all about his super exciting modern piano lab program that you're going to be able to get involved with soon. That's coming up on Music Lesson Business Academy. This is Music Lesson Business Academy. Hey everybody, Danny here for another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm currently out on the road with the band playing some shows, so that's why the bad audio here for the intro. So we're going to get right into this great interview with Bill Henry from Mr. Henry's Music World, and we're going to talk all about his super exciting modern piano lab program and he's going to also tell you how you can get involved in potentially doing this program at your school so we're going to get right into it right after our word from our title sponsor musi this episode of music lesson business academy is brought to you by musi.live the ultimate music lesson management software Have you tried teaching with the traditional conferencing platforms? If so, you've probably noticed these platforms lack the tools to conduct effective lessons. Musi.live was developed by music teachers for music teachers. It allows you to host high quality lessons with a full suite of tools developed specifically for you, the music teacher. Thousands of teachers in over 40 countries have already brought their studio to the next level with the help of Musi.live. So why not give it a try today? Two-week free trials are available to all users at Musi.live. Once again, that's Musi.live. Bill Henry from Mr. Henry's Music World. Welcome to Music Lesson Business Academy. Thanks for uh, taking some time out. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So um, before we kind of get into what you've been doing and creating all as part of Mr. Henry's music world, give us just a little, you know, the dime store tour of your background and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, sure. So I'm a general music teacher, uh, elementary music teacher. I just finished up my 16th year. I'm on summer break now, which is great. And um, I also run a private studio, which is all online. Um, Pre-pandemic, I had a few students online, and then, of course, pandemic hit, went online, but decided that I was going to stick with all students being online. So so I do that as well. And then um, more recently, I've been working on a YouTube channel called Mr. Henry's Music World, and I really have been giving that more time and effort uh, in the past two years. And so currently that channel's um, just a little over 30,000 subscribers and I'm almost close to around like 7 million views, which is Yeah, you have a ton of views for, you know, 3,000 subscribers. You know, you've got, you know, sometimes in that YouTube world, you see it goes one way or the other. There's channels I see that have like crazy a million subscribers, but a lot of the videos are like 10,000 or 20,000. And then there's those mm-hmm. other channels with smaller subscribership that have videos that have 2 million, 3 million 
you know, plays and stuff. And you've got some monsters right. in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been pretty cool. Um, so that <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to, to do it and, and see it grow. Um, and then I also have a podcast uh, that I do with um, a friend of mine, Bruce Fight. He's also a music teacher and the two of us run this show called uh, The Music Podcast for Kids, which is kind of like a storyline um, based kind of, uh, you know, where we're telling, we're going through stories, but we're teaching kids about music as we're going through that. So that's been a lot of fun to do. And we were even featured in the New York Times, which was yeah, pretty, incredible. pretty wild. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I I've listened to several episodes of the kids podcast and it, it's oh, cool. so good. And, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously the content is created for kids, but it's definitely something right. a parent can listen to with their kids. Like if you're listening right. to podcasts on a car ride or something like that, I think it would be amazing to, to play for your kids and parents would learn a lot as well. Um, yeah. So I highly encourage all everybody listening to, to check that out because the production quality and the storylines, I mean, it's, it's amazingly well done. It's, it's more of, no, thank you. You know, there's the podcast like this where it's just people talking, you know, and there's mistakes and you know, whatever you hear me coughing right. and all that kind of stuff. And then there's those podcasts <laughs> that are, you know, highly produced, you know, like the true crime podcast and there's music and there's different characters and all these right. elements and yours is far more in that, uh, in that area. How long does it take you guys to produce one podcast episode? Um, you know, it does take a while. Uh, we have the system down pretty good now where, um, I mean, we're going in with scripts, right? So it's, it's all being written. And, um, in my studio here, we have, I have, you know, the microphone set up. So everything is like set up and ready to go. So when, when we, we can knock out, um, three or four shows with just the audio, and then I'm the one that goes and does like the, the all the production, so to get one of those shows done, um, yeah, it takes, it takes a couple hours, but you know, I've, I've, uh, you know, you just come up with systems and you get better at it and you have your sound effects and, you know, music background music that you use. And so it's, it, you know, it becomes, becomes easier as you do it for sure. Right. Right. It's awesome. Yeah. Definitely check that out. And, uh, you know, people should definitely go over to the YouTube channel as well and just see yeah, you know, it's interesting because you're kind of putting this whole kind of like global brand together in a way, you know, Mr. Henry's music yeah. world is reaching out in these different areas. And, you know, as far as like the music lesson thing and our industry, I haven't really, you know, I haven't really seen anybody else kind of hit it on so many levels at that quality level. You know, mm. a bunch of us are doing a YouTube channel here or there, or, you know, might have one course and we have a YouTube channel or we're doing some online stuff, but you know, nobody's really got like the podcast and the YouTube channel and then the way that you're directing it all into Mr. Henry's music world as far as the lessons, the learning of music and the right. digital curriculums, which is really kind of the bulk of what we were going to talk about today is That's right. your digital curriculum. So, in a, you know, kind of give us a nutshell of what Mr. Henry's, you know, rock in the keys piano curriculum is all about. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just a really um, sequential step-by-step -step, uh, program where you have, uh, you know, a little welcome page and then there's a core video and that core video would be typically something that you would find during a private lesson. So they're, you know, they can be anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes long. And within that core video, 
um, it's not just me saying like, oh, here, this is how you play this note. And how, there's there are things that it's more like a show, really. That's kind of what I wanted to create. It's yeah. like a show where there's a face view of me talking and, and doing something goofy. I'm always trying to do something goofy <laughs> in there just to get a laugh, you know. Yeah, you succeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, – and, and then I'll say, okay, and let's learn about the quarter note, right? And so then it goes into like this animated short that talks about the quarter note. Um, and then what's great about that is I'm able to recall that information later. So then it'll be just an overhead view of me playing the piano and showing them things and, and talking as, as we're kind of progressing through it. So that's kind of like we're really getting to the, the meat of the lesson. Um, but using recalling that information from the animated uh, videos as well. And then it kind of gets all wrapped up. So that's like the core lesson that you would see within this digital curriculum. But then after that, there are practice sessions. So I'm taking things that kids have learned within that core video and offering super challenges. Um, we're doing some ear training they're doing some composition. So there's a variety of activities that kids are doing um, that are all related to that core lesson. Um, there's printables. So each lesson has a printable for that one. So it's like, hey, make sure you print out these printables and um, follow along with the, with the curriculum. So that's basically how each lesson is uh, designed. Um, it's supposed to just be, you know, super easy, just press play and follow along and go to the next video. And How so did get, like, what was the, uh, the Genesis moment of kind of creating this, this curriculum? Would you like a free course? Head on over to music lessonbusinessacademy.com slash foundations to get my business foundations course for free. It's an oldie, but a goodie. You know, I, I started creating this curriculum years ago. Uh, and I really just did it because I wanted to create my own curriculum to use for private for private studio. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to, you know, have my own curriculum and but alongside that have these videos that I could be like, all right, we're gonna talk about the quarter note. Hey, check this video out. You know, so it, it really just started as me trying to even just differentiate myself as a private studio teacher um, and, and say, oh, I have this to go along with it. Right, right. So that's really where it started. And then it was just like, oh, okay, well, this makes sense to put this into like a course, you know, a video course. So, so that okay, was created. That you are, you're using this course or something similar, at least in, in the public school that you teach at, right? So, yeah, well, in the public school, I, I pulled from the curriculum that I wrote, the, the, the real like step-by-step -step, yeah. um, curriculum that I wrote. I pulled that out and, was a, and created slide presentations that a teacher could use in the classroom. Gotcha. So, for example, in my classroom, I have, you know, 25 kids in a class, but I have 30 mini keyboards that are battery powered yeah. and so i can go through these slides that also include those videos and all of those kids are just kind of you know working all together as one so that's how that got pulled into the um public school system yeah gotcha okay um and you know for for everybody that's uh you know watching on the youtube side here we'll clip in 
a little bit of one of the videos so people can really get an idea from it. So if you're listening on the audio side, maybe, you know, uh, we'll give you links and whatnot to head over to Mr. Henry's music world to, you know, to check this stuff out. Um, So you created this course and, you know, one of the things that I always mention, you know, as I've started to talk to parents a little bit about it, and we'll kind of get into what we've started to do as far as classes with it. But I always explain the videos that it's kind of like schoolhouse rock when, you know, that's my easiest quick way to explain it to a parent. You know, it's like it's schoolhouse rock level of quality in the videos. And that that's the thing that I'm always trying to stress to anybody who's looking at this thing or to a parent is, you know, it's one thing to say, well, there's a digital curriculum with lessons that goes with it. And I almost don't want to even say something like that to a parent. It's like I need them to see one of the lessons for them to have Mm -hmm. that aha moment of like, oh, okay, this is totally like I because I know that they're not expecting it to be at the level that it is. I mean, it's it's really, really, really well done. When you first started to make, you know, videos like this, how did you get so good at putting these things together? Have you had any experience with that in the past or? No, no, I, I didn't have, you know, I didn't take any classes in college or anything, you know, I just, um, I, I just had a vision in my head of what I wanted to do with these shorts. I, you know, I would see it, I would see this style of video found you know, describing, you know, just basic things um, on YouTube. And I can't think of an example right now, but, you know, it would just, you know, describe how to, oh, I don't even know. I can't think of anything, but I thought, you know, this would be cool for the, for the music, for, you know, teaching music, you know, cause kids, kids need something that they can see. And that's, that's quick and entertaining, but it's also, um, what I think is great about it is being able to recall the information, right? Because if you say to a kid, how many beats are in a quarter note, they're probably going to look at you if you just talked about it last week and go, I can't quite remember, right? But if you say, oh, remember in the remember in the video, the quarter note was the king. And so, right, so they can start to recall that information. And then you can pull out of them that it's one beat. And that's usually what I do in my teaching a lot. I'm not, I'm, I don't give the answer if they don't know it. I try and figure out a way for them to remember the okay. information. So very cool. Yeah. Uh, and then just along the way, you just kind of learn how to do animation and all that other stuff. That yeah. Up. Yeah. So, yeah. So I kind of got off track there a little, but yeah. The, so there were some programs that I um, started to use. Uh, Raw Shorts was a program that I was using, and that's a web based program. Um, and just started playing around with it. And uh, that's really where a lot of those were, a lot of those came from, those animations. Um, But then I started to use Final Cut Pro, um, and that's what I use now, and started to figure out more like, okay, how can I make this thing move and this thing move? And it was really just, you know, going on YouTube and searching and, and, (laughs) yeah, figuring it out. It was a lot of just figuring it out, definitely. gotcha. And uh, so you've got the curriculum all put together. The, the information I'm used to looking at, the course I'm looking at is the Rock and the Keys program uh, or right. course. Give us a little rundown of just kind of like what's in that, who's it for, how, you know, how could a music teacher use Rock and the Keys? Like you mean like so like in, in like a studio, kind of like how you're doing it? Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Uh, so, what, so what's actually involved in that course altogether? You know, what age groups would you say it's good for things like that? Yeah, right. So it's definitely um, geared for the elementary aged. So six through 10, okay. you could even maybe have a five-year-old in there. Um, so that would be, you know, that would probably depend on the, uh, depend on the, the five-year-old. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause that can be, <laughs> yeah, that can be tough, but, um, yeah, definitely six through 10. So it's elementary based and it's really just starting at the very beginning. You know, uh, they're working on the black keys a lot. Um, what I like to focus within the curriculum is kids playing along with backtracks. I think that's super important. I think it uh, allows students to really get a good sense of beat. So there are things musically that they're not focusing on, like note reading so much when in the beginning, we're just playing on the black keys. We're learning about the finger numbers. We're learning how to play along with a backtrack. So it's really supposed to be um, simple, but it's, you know, that's still not, that's not easy to do to play along with a backtrack, you know, and, sure. and have it in perfect time. Right. So it's, it, you know, from, from that standpoint, I don't, I don't think it's easy, but, um, but the actual music is, is pretty simple. And um, so it's, it's really to give, to me, I think it's a great way to get kids into a school and have them start with group and allow them to, kind of be promoted into private lessons. Gotcha. So that that program is going to, if they go through that whole program, and actually there's there's lessons that are continually being added. I mean, I'm continually adding to this program. Right, right. But if a student gets through to a certain point, um, they're gonna have a pretty good background in playing piano, in music, uh, and they're really gonna be ready for a private lesson at that point. Yeah. So, um, it's, that that uh, kind of in its current edition it's what like 21 chapters or something like that i think there's 33 right now okay 33 yeah, yeah. roughly how and long so within that would take a you know a student coming in seven years old total beginner yeah technically there are so if you were to like click through every single slide it's i want to say it's close to 400 right so even though it's 33 lessons there are there might be 10 things that you go through within right. each lesson, lesson right? right so and, and and there's even more than that for some of them yeah so and then some of you know some of the lessons would probably need to be repeated so i would say you would definitely have a solid year and like i said you know you're going to um at the you're going to have more because right. I just, I keep adding to it. So, right, right. Yeah. So it's kind of an ongoing, growing program. So right. potentially, you know, a student co who comes into a music school, they join this group program utilizing this, uh, this digital curriculum, along with other things, could, could you know, easily be a couple years of lessons uh, in that group format, yeah. or at least a year and a half before you would need to, you know, offload them or off-ramp them potentially into you know, some other type of, of piano lesson. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of reasons for schools to be looking at these type of classes. This is definitely a direction that our, my music school's going and, and we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a minute, but you know, what we're doing with modern piano lab uh, and what mm -hmm. we're getting going there and how we're utilizing and uh, your curriculum for that. 
But, you right. know, it just makes so much sense the way that everything is going right now. You know, the private lesson model is just so inefficient and so, you know, cost prohibitive versus mm -hmm. you know, these lab type of environments. So I, I really see this as something I, I think this style of a class is really going to grow in the future, you know, and yeah. so you and I have kind of been working together to kind of put this modern piano lab, kind of the concept together. You know, you had created this digital curriculum and then Brian and I over on our side kind of designed like a class structure and a flow and these different elements right. that you could do to actually turn it into, um, you know, into a class. So what's the future? Is this something down the road then that you plan on offering up to other music schools or individual music teachers that they can use in their business? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's, it's going to be a program. It's not quite ready yet to, for launch. Um, but yeah, it'll be a program that can be licensed. And um, so what it would, so you would get access sure. to the digital curriculum and actually every student who comes through, like if they're enrolled into your program, they would get their own individual enrollment into the digital curriculum. And what's what's really awesome about that is, so when they come into the piano lab, like the, you know your modern piano lab, when they come in there, they're gonna log in, they're gonna do their own thing, and a teacher's gonna be floating around and checking and seeing how they're doing. Um, but then of course that kid can take that home and right because if if the teacher who's floating around and listening to them and offering more tips and checking their hand position and all of that good stuff if they say oh you know johnny i think maybe we work on this lesson again okay great no problem they can just go home and watch it again right, right. right? and they can practice it that way so that i think is is really a great um a great addition that you sure. just you can't get with yeah. with any other regular curriculum right and you know and this style of group piano right we, we were kind of before the call started talking about kind of like these different styles of group classes right. that you could do so you know there's always been group classes where you know you, you just had the whole group on a on pianos or keyboards or whatever and the kind of whole class is happening together um, which might be more common in a, like a public school type scenario or something like that. Right. The piano lab concept, you know, isn't something you invented or I invented like that style of teaching has, you know, kind of become something that people were doing. And, um, you know, Daniel Patterson kind of made that popular with a lot of teachers out there, mm -hmm. um, you know, bringing the kids in, they're on headphones. It's a group class. But the big difference is the schools that I know that do something like that are all still just working from the regular books that piano teachers use, a Faber book or, you know, right. whatever Hal Leonard piano book they want to use. And right. what's so exciting about this is there's just such a huge difference between putting that book in front of a kid and saying, okay, you work on page number one by yourself and I'm going to go over to this right. student and help them. You got to still do a lot of explaining when you're just showing them the pages of a book versus you just put the headphones on them. We've got an iPad sitting in front of them. And it's like, okay, chapter one, let's do it. And we yeah. started bringing, you know, as we were kind of like sussing this out, like practicing, you know, which is what we did. We wanted to practice this class. We had Sophia, mm -hmm. who's going to be teaching the first classes. We're like, 
we got to just have you do it. So just take some kids rock classes and bring them in and just do piano that day. And yeah, you know, cool. she was sending me pictures and those kids, they're just like, they're just glued to the iPad watching <laughs> the lesson. And you know, they're not going to do that yeah. with just a book or something like that. And uh, right. so it, I, you know, as you were kind of touching on, I think it's just so much more engaging for them to, to have That's that right. visual element to the lesson. And then along with that, you know, to go a little deeper into it, you touched on it a little earlier that there's printables and things like, you know, materials and stuff, but, you know, so there's the video lesson format in there. There is what would be like printed out written quizzes or things like that for the student to take. Then there's a video that's like a play along and we're kind of utilizing then that play along as part of the quiz. You have to play that along to the backing track for the instructor to pass that chapter. Um, There's some games and things like that in some of the chapters as well. So it really hits on, uh, you know, a lot of different areas. Why give us some reasons why you think that style of learning, not only the digital video element of it, but also the lab environment where a student is kind of working on their own with the teacher available to answer questions and the teacher available to check the work is potentially much more effective than a student sitting one-on-one next to a piano teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, the uh, one, one thing I like to maybe a slogan that we should use for it is it's they're on their own, but not alone. Right. So, and I, to me, that's, first of all, like from the teacher perspective, I think it would be if I'm a teacher and I'm going into a piano lab that is just working from the book, it's going to be a lot more running around. Um, it's just more difficult to run a class like that as a teacher. I'm, I'm sure some would be kind of even nervous starting something like sure. that. Like, what, what do I do? How do I get right. from one I kid to the next? How do I get it rolling? Yeah. yeah. Right. How do I do this? You know, so um, so from a teacher perspective, to have the, a digital curriculum there, basically doing the teaching, that makes them a lot more relaxed as a teacher. You're just going to, you get to really hyper-focus on other things. So, I, you know, I think, um, you know, a, a music business that has lessons, getting a teacher is going to be pretty easy to find someone to run a class like that. Um, because that, you know, that is, uh, the teaching is, is occurring through the screen. So, um, I, you know, I, I just think like it allows that teacher to focus more on what the kids are doing. So naturally, if they're focusing on that more, it's going to, you're going to have better results. You're going to have, you know, kids making sure that they are sitting correctly and, um, they have the proper finger position and they are playing along with the backtrack correctly. You're just that teacher's going to have more focus with those students. And so therefore you would just have better results. Um, and then, like I mentioned before, being able to take it home and do it, doing yeah. it at home. And, and, you know, kids are like with that book, if they're just practicing kind of the same thing over and over again, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're really learning. Right? They're not really learning concepts. They're really just practicing what's in front of them. Yeah. So with this, 
the student is continually learning um, and, and they're getting a bunch of other challenges that you probably wouldn't get from one of those books, right? There's listening challenges and um, kids are doing um, some, some writing of music, you know, things like that. Uh, and not saying that, that those other labs that don't have a digital curriculum can't interject those into them. And I sure hope they are, you know, I mean, that's, that's definitely something that I'm sure people are doing. Um, but yeah, and, and I just think it's just probably more engaging. Like you had mentioned before, imagine just putting a book in front of them and hoping that they don't go crazy on their, right. on their seats or, you know what I mean? Right. Certainly so. from the standpoint of, you know, selling a program like this to a parent who's calling, having this highly produced, you know, online curriculum that the student can then go home and view is a huge added value that again, that that's another big element to something like this compared to, you know, where they might, you know, the competitor they might go to from your school, the chances are they won't have anything like this. So it gives you as a music school owner or a music teacher, a leg up on that competition to have something that adds so much value to the lesson. So, yeah. you know, that allows you to potentially charge a higher price for it. The other thing that I always mm -hmm. think about with that, with the lab environment, and especially with, you know, the video teaching element of it is, you know, I mean, I took private lessons for years as a drummer and I loved playing drums. I'd come home from school and play, you know, to my police records. And, you know, I always wanted to be in a band. You know, it wasn't that I didn't love music or want to play music or any of those things. I still was uncomfortable and anxious when I went to my drum lesson. It really, I can't say that my drum lessons were fun. Now I was, I guess, focused enough on the long-term goal that I would have never said, I want to quit that. But most, I would say many, most people are not going to be when it comes to music. And so whether you're a total beginner um, and you're six years old or seven years old, or even all the way up to an adult, it's not really that comfortable. <laughs> to be one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one with a teacher who's going to say, okay, yeah. you were supposed to practice this. Let's see what happened. And you know, you didn't right. practice, right? So I, yeah. went like a, you know, I wanted to be a drummer in a band. I wanted to do all those things. And there was still tons of times that I went to my lesson knowing I didn't really practice any of the stuff my teacher wanted me to. I just did right. what I wanted to do. I went home and played drums, but I didn't do this. So every student, when they show up for a lesson knows that. And you know, we've all heard it for, you know, thousands of times. Oh, I got to drag him to lessons. He doesn't want to come. He's not practicing at home, all those mm -hmm. things. And the reality is it's, I mean, think, put yourself in the seat of a seven-year-old and go, yeah, go, can you go sit on the piano bench next to that piano teacher? And it's just you and one-on-one, -on -one. it's not a comfortable environment versus, right. okay, you're in a room. It's not a bunch of other kids, but it's a few other kids, six, seven, eight, whatever. Mm -hmm. You're on your own little workstation there. You're watching that video. You're learning at your own pace. You know, it, it's a much more comfortable environment, but then you have that teacher there. Like you said, I have a question. I don't understand this part. Raise your hand. The teachers, you know, the right. teachers also are listening in to these individual workstations and kind of sure. they're monitoring what's going on and they're there right. to correct things. They're there to answer questions. And then they're there to kind of assess, you know, the kid doing the quiz and playing the song. So right. to me, I, I just think that kids like that environment so much more.
than a private. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And and another thing to this program is there are group activities that right. you can do. So because, you know, I mean, listen, I come from a background of teaching group all day long, right, as an elementary music teacher in a public school. So, I mean, there's there's a part of me that, you know, wants to also have that as part of the program, because I think it's important. Sure. So within this program, there's actually different themes. There's themes for, um, you know, around like your, whenever, whenever you're starting school, like here we're starting school, you know, late August, September, right? So at the beginning of school, there's um, a theme called the back to school wrap, which has just tons of resources that are included within this whole package. And what those resources are, those are resources that kids are going to be dropping the headphones down and they're going to be doing some group activities all together. So there's movement involved um, and it's uh, there's rhythm clapping and it's all general music based, uh, which which is appropriate for the elementary age. Uh, and what it's great for is, you know, if kids are maybe getting a little wiggly in the middle, we go, all right, guys, let's put our headphones down. Let's get up and do some movement to Mr. Henry's back to school rap. Right. Oh, so, yeah. right. There's a Halloween rap. There's a Thanksgiving rap. So there's one for each. There's a theme for each month that follows along with, you know, typical holidays that you would see um, in the U.S. So and that's just that's a whole other part of it that you could you could take 15 or 20 minutes out of each 60 minute sure. session every week and do some sort of group activity that way as well. So, which I think is important because then yeah. kids are building rapport with each other. Right. They're becoming friends. You know, they're not completely isolated. Sure, we sure. don't want that. Right. Um, but then it's like, all right, now go back and work on where you are in the curriculum. You know I mean? It's just a, it's a really great blend of the two. Yeah. Two styles. It's, you know, one thing uh, that we always think about when we're kind of doing our kids, like the kids rock little group classes um, at the school is that we, we sort of break things up into like these 10 minute chunks, you know, cause they're young kids mm -hmm. having them do the same thing for a long period of time. They get restless and things like that. So right. this, yeah, this is another great element to it where they might be doing 35 minutes or 40 minutes or so of, you know, on the headphones doing their stuff, but then 10 or 15 minutes is a group activity. Um, mm -hmm. So it kind of ties the whole thing together, like you said. So it, it's yeah. really cool because the things that you've put together, you know, we, we were looking at all those, I guess what we call like extracurricular elements of the class. Um, mm -hmm. And there was just so much in there, you know, it was easily again, a year's worth of uh, stuff yeah. or more for them to work yeah, on. More. So what's yeah. so nice about that is you know, one of the stressful things for a music teacher is figuring out what they're going to do in class. You know, So what's yeah. so cool is they come to this and it's like, this thing is just laid out. Here's, right. here's the program. Here are the chapters. Here's the extracurricular stuff. Just go down the list. It's laid out by month, pretty much what, right. what you can work on. And uh, so it's really just a complete program that when you're ready to to launch it and open it up to music schools, you're kind of be giving them a plug and play little environment here. So give us a little bit of, you know, I know there's certain details you can't really go into yet as far as how this thing is going to roll out as far as something that somebody could license. 
but um, you know, you and I've talked a lot and, and you're really planning on giving them kind of like a complete package, right? That's right. Yeah. So also included is going to be, you know, so there, there'll be teacher training modules in there. So, you know, you hire your teacher and if you're the music owner, you hire that teacher and you say, Hey, here are the teacher training modules. They'll go through those training modules and then they can even have a 60 minute session with me to add, ask any questions or I can go over things with them. So, you know, I want to make sure that the teacher that is, um, that is going through that training and, and ready to, um, you know, ready for that class. So they're going to get checklists of the class flow, exactly how you're going to run through the class. Um, there's going to be things for the owner as well, like what equipment you're going to need. So there's checklists on that hyperlinks with, Hey, if you want to get specifically this, this is what you can get right here. Here's a link for it to set up that lab. Um, and then even within there, I think we were talking about this too, Danny, is we're going to have you even give some information on some marketing right. strategies and tips yeah, like that. Yeah. Some so, elements, how to, right. You know, uh, how to sell this to a parent, who, right. you know, calls. And I, I was, I've been pushing and I've been so excited to get this kind of ready to roll at our school because I, you know, I was getting these calls for piano lessons, you know, and I was like, ah, I, I could definitely sell, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, I could sell piano lab. I know, you know, if right. I present these elements, um, I think it's hard to say no to, to the class. It, it just makes so yeah. much sense. So uh, right. yeah, we'll, we'll do some things in there to do sales training. Here, here's what you say on the phone, uh, right. you know, to sell piano lab. Here's the objections people are going to have. Here's how to add, here's how to sell the added value of the class. So you're charging more for it. Um, you know, we're looking at, at our school at charging 200 bucks a month, basically right. $199 yeah. a month for the class. We're doing some, a little bit of extra scheduling thing in there that I think a lot of schools won't want to do. Um, but we're mm -hmm. trying to kind of work towards a little bit more of that martial arts school model where, yeah. you know, when you're a beginner in jujitsu, they just kind of hand you a printed out, you know, weekly calendar and they go, okay, any of those blocks in green, you can come to any of those classes, but you can come as many That's times right. as you want all week. Right. And that's so easy for a parent. You know, and scheduling right. the music lesson thing, it's a nightmare, you know, and mm -hmm. I mean, it's a nightmare for us as a school. It's a nightmare for the parents. I mean, I'm just I'm right. looking at my phone, you know, while we're recording this, my phone is going off. And I, I know that that's like, you know, scheduling thing, scheduling stuff, just right. you know, me. I, I don't I'm not really involved in like makeup lessons or any of that kind of stuff. But just earlier today, selling some music lessons on the phone with people you know, it's turning into quite a few text messages back from them about different times. And well, I've got two kids, you know, do you have a drum lesson and a guitar lesson both at the same time on a day of a week? Mm. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> right. Don't have that. Or, you know, you're rarely yeah. going to find that unless the school is empty. So, you know, it, it, there's so many challenges there. So that martial arts model just is so easy for a parent. And yeah, it, you know, we can't go completely to that level of like, Hey, sure. come as often as you want six days a week, but we're right. get a little closer to that where maybe it's a sure. scheduled uh, class time. You know, your normal modern piano lab is going to be, you guys come Mondays at four 30. However, if you can't make it, there's several other class times that are kind of open class times. And you are just going to put your name. We already created our little scheduling thing for it. So it'll be a quick link for the parent to hit put their name in boom. And there's only X number of spots in there. 
totally hands-free from us. And then they just come to class for a makeup lesson. And what we're telling them right now is, you know what? Want to come to a second class that week? Just go ahead. Just do it. Mm -hmm. We've kind of factored that side of it financially into the program to make that work. That might be a little harder for some schools to figure out how they want to do it. But I think long-term, that's going to be a big selling point of it is when I explain, you know, sometimes with things like this, like when the parent is calling to schedule lessons, they're not really thinking through the nightmare of makeup lessons and just all the elements that go into it. They only realize that stuff later. So sometimes Mm -hmm. in the sales process, you have to sort of point out what the problems are. Here's what's really difficult about these things that happen in music lessons. And here's how this other program we do is trying to solve that and make them realize something that maybe they weren't thinking about. So I think that's a big element um, to the class. It's going to allow us to charge a pretty high value for it, which we would not be able to do though, if we didn't have the high quality digital curriculum to go along with, if we were just doing it with a piano book, it would never happen. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I wanted to uh, comment on the karate. Uh, my, my son's in karate and, um, you know, we live just 60 minutes out of Philadelphia. Okay. So Pennsylvania. And, um, it's a, it's 120 per month and they're 30 minute sessions. And there's always 10, at least 10 or more kids in that class. Now he gets to go two or three times. I think we get to go maybe three times a week you can choose. And it's a similar thing. Like if this time doesn't work, you can go this time. So, and which is a great value. But with this, I mean, you're gonna have, the fact that you're gonna have six to eight kids and no more than that, with a teacher floating around and that digital curriculum where they can take it home and do it with, you know, do it by themselves. And I, I just think that that is such a higher value um, at, than what a karate studio is, is doing. Um, so to charge, you know, in my area to charge m- way more than 120, I think wouldn't be at, yeah. out of the realm, you know, yeah. we might, so. we may even be able to eventually, you know, charge even more for it. You know, the thing in that martial arts model I was thinking about when I used to train jujitsu a lot, I would go to um, an 11 a.m. class two days a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And, and there was like six people there, eight people. Yeah. And the cool thing with that was we had the highest level, like the owner of the school, this real high level black belt in Brazilian jujitsu teaching the class. And there's only six or eight of us there. So even though you end up pairing up with another student and you're practicing the techniques that way he's only looking at a few students so you're you were getting this massive amount of input from them you know yeah where they'll they'll like separate from the partner and then they'll they'll roll with you you know so you get to roll with the black belt to practice but then i'd come to monday night at 6 30 class or seven o'clock class and there'd be 35 of us in a sure. small studio so in that case you know The teacher is showing a technique to the whole group at one time. You're in a long line. They show the technique. Then the line just folds in half and you partner up and you go practice the technique with your partner. So you're practicing it with somebody who's not an instructor. It's just another student. And the instructors are, you know, is walking around going, okay, do this or change that a little bit. But it's not a ton of one-on-one attention from right feedback. But the price is yeah. the same whether there was seven people in the <laughs> class or 40. Now, obviously, in a music lesson situation, we can't, you know, a karate school can kind of do that where it's like, yeah, I can teach up to 50 people in here. So it's fine. 
Right. We can't really do that in a music lesson environment. But I think if we kind of think about that concept and figure out how do you work something like that into music lessons to make it easier for parents on a scheduling standpoint, um, if right. we can figure out financially how to really pull that off and make it work, I think it's going to be a big, a big bonus for people. When um, roughly, when do you think this thing is going to be available for schools to, to, to license? It's really not far. Um, I probably even within the next two weeks. Yeah. Okay. So I would say like mid, let's just say mid summer. Okay. So, you know, July. Yeah. Great. Um, and uh, yeah. we're talking about a kind of um, a link they can go to if they'd like to set up a call, chat with you, maybe get some real, you know, again, you, you got to see this curriculum. You got to see the videos and see this thing laid out to go, oh, okay, yeah, this is way beyond. I know that's what everyone's going to think. They're going to watch those videos and go, oh, yeah, this is way beyond what I was thinking it was going to be. And, you know, here's the thing that always goes through every music teacher's mind. I could just make my own curriculum. Why do I want to pay somebody? You, you, no, right. you'll never make this. Just trust me. No one is going to make it at this level. They just won't. It's not going to happen. Maybe there's one guy out there who's like, I know how to do animation. I'll make one. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's the whole program. You know, it's not just making some animated videos, you've created a character, Mr. Mm -hmm. Henry. I mean, it is a whole character that is th runs throughout all the lessons that runs throughout your YouTube channel that runs throughout the podcast. And, right. you know, it it's, has that potential to be something that um, in the music world becomes a thing where a parent calls a music school and asks, do you have these Mr. Henry programs, you know? Yeah. It's kind right. of like creating that level of a brand. So it, there's, there's, I, I see big things in the future for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, on, on the website. Uh, so if people go to Mr. Henry's music there is a tab there that says modern piano lab. Um, and then I'll also send you Danny, the, the direct cool. link to that. Um, and, and, from there, you just put an email address in and you'll get an email uh, from me, which allows you to sign up for a time for me to chat with you. It's, you know, 20 minutes and we can just chat and I can show you more of the program and give you more insight as to, uh, you know, when when it will be launched. So essentially, that'd be like being put on a waiting list and then um, would obviously let everyone know, you know, sure. when things are are really rocking. So, well, well, I think there's gonna be a lot of people excited to, to check it out. Um, and I know there's a lot of schools that, that are looking for something different that are looking for a better model and a better, mm -hmm. you know, financial model for running a school with less stress and less headaches and just all those kind of things. And, uh, you know, the other things that, I, you know, just thinking about what we could help people out with, um, you know, who don't do become licensees, you know, we've got our whole, kind of tech setup that we did at the school, uh, at my school, you know, what equipment do you need? How do you hook it up? How do you run that right. class? All those, the extra elements, the, the stickers and the, the, the binders mm -hmm. that the kids get to keep track of all the printed out quizzes and where they're at and everything. And that's also nice stuff to show parents. Here's what they did today. Here's where they're that's at, right. you know, giving them all those things that we know parents ask about when, you know, they pick up their kids from, from, uh, music lessons. So, yeah. and, you know, I know recently, it, it, so it's kind of like two, two things in the last 
you know, month of podcasts that I said, oh, you got to check it out. I can't explain it good enough. You got to see it, believe it. And I said that about Musi Live. I said, it's hard for me to explain in words. Like you got to go, got to do a demo with Sam and then you'll, you'll go, oh, okay. And then you did a demo with Sam and was I right? Yeah. Yeah. Music. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. So I did. Yeah. I, I switched over to music. I was, I was using zoom. Um, and yeah, I switched over to music. It's, cool. it's really awesome. Yeah. It's got so, like yeah. everything you can think about. So trust yeah. me out there when I say there's no, I, you know, you're going, Oh, it's, it's piano lesson videos in a curriculum. No, you, you gotta, you, if you watch a couple of his video of Mr. Henry's videos, you go, okay, yeah. This is a different world than what I thought. And, uh, you know, the challenge again, and, and I run into this trying to sell online lessons to, to parents is they are thinking one thing when I say, oh, we're going to teach that guitar lesson online. What they have in their mind of what that's going to be like is nothing compared to what it's really like the way that we right. do it, you know, and it's something like music really elevates that whole experience. And it's yes. like they need to see it. They almost have to experience it. And that that's always what we're working towards in the marketing side of these kind of things is like, okay, how do I get this right in front of them that one time? Because I know it's going to be way better than what they are expecting. And if you can do that, then you're going to sign people up. So um, yeah. book that call with you and check it out because you're going to be stoked. So, yeah. Cool. All right. And, uh, you know, we will... Uh, probably expect you to be on the show here again shortly to uh okay when you're ready to launch and roll this thing yeah, out. i'd love to for real all right thanks bill thanks sounds for great <laughs> we'll see hey you thanks man i'll put all, all right, the links on. in the show notes uh to all the uh uh website links and everything so they can book that call so all right buddy thank you so much thank you